0: Hello, guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm back. Um, I've been on on holiday, and um, I'm well sunned, well tanned, but I also have a perforated eardrum, so if my audio sounds a bit off, it's because I can't hear uh, very well. Um, But um, yes, today we're doing it. We've put together a show um, uh, coming to you from the old market hall in town right in, in town square it's, that's that's the, the ambiance you can hear behind me and we put to, put, before we put together a show about the desirability of Shrewsbury what is what makes this town so desirable and we're going to talk about the variety of sort of architecture and history and culture and what makes this town so amazing and we put carefully put together a team today we have uh, our good friend Mr Phil Gillam how are you sir you good I'm very well thank you Andy <laughs> and then we have Andy Dawson. Hello. From Nocteaton. How are you? I'm very well, you. Nice to have you on here. And, you know, a, 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 someone that deals with property is the, the perfect person to bring on. And we also have the great, the powerful Mr. Stan Sedman. How are you, Stan?
1: I'm fine. Thank you.
0: It's great to get you back on. It's been a while since we spoke on the show.
1: It is, yeah. It a pleasure to be here.
0: Yes. Um, right, so... I think it was it was me, and you, Phil, and and, and and Andy that we we sort of had this conversation about let's put a show together where we can just we can just sort of boast
2: about Shrewsbury a little bit,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is your speciality. You got. You, I mean, you want to tell people about the book that you released that we spoke about on the show? Uh, uh,
2: the, that that seems like blatant advertising. On this you're allowed situation. to. You're absolutely allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Stan knows me very well, and uh, I'm Shrewsbury born and bred, I love the town with a passion, Um, yeah, and my, my latest creation is a book called The Shrewsbury Review, which is full of beautiful photographs of the town. The architecture it uh, talks about the history it also has lots of interesting personality profiles of some of the most colorful characters that make our town what it is today <laughs> <laughs> and we need to like we spoke about on the on our, on our
0: interview together we we need to do this we need to advertise how great this town is uh, and i think i think what you've done with this with the, with the book is you've 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 gone down a, a, a um, a rabbit hole, and now, I feel, did you feel like you need to sp- you need to speak more and learn about more about Shrewsbury and, and sort of advertise the, gr- the great parts of the town?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think, um, and uh, Stan again will will bear this out. I think you know that we sometimes perhaps take it for granted if we live here, you know, and we work here, and we, we sort of just. Soak it all up, but we, you know, if you can step back, if you um, have those days when you can just have a wander around at your leisure, and as people keep saying, you know, look up at the buildings, don't don't just look at the shops. That's what stand on yeah. me, in yeah. that way. Look up. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are days when, when it just takes your breath away, um, and there are certain places, you know, I love St. Chance, I love all that area around there, the quarry, and... Uh, walking across Kingsland Bridge on a, on a sunny day, you think, <laughs> oh my word. Um, but yeah, I mean, even the, and again, I keep going back to Stan because he does these fantastic walks and talks around the, the, the town and the, the suburbs in particular, which are so easy to take for granted, but there's, there's so much richness and variety. And I, I am a romantic, you know. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in Castlefields, I grew up in North Street, um, and it, you know, at first glance it just looks like any other street I suppose. And and you know, people could make that argument. It's just another Victorian street. But as an outsider though, as I mean I, I kinda of started off in Telford
0: and then I sort of had a weird introduction to sort of estates and housing and sort of places. So I went from Telford to Wrexham, which is a very old Welsh towny sort of so I've had loads of sort of things to get used to. But they all tend to start looking very samey in the way that it's the post war rows of rows of buildings really long streets and that's what you get used to with what i got used to anyway with with, with estates and where you grew up but shrewsbury's different this character you know castlefield stan uh you know when you do your when you when you, when you do your tours you, you you show people the difference in architecture how buildings change over mm. years and that's why yeah, i love
1: yeah and that that's the main thing i mean we've got these beautiful suburbs around Shrewsbury, which you don't think I think of Shrewsbury as a flower. I was told this by Barry Trinder many years ago. And the town centre is the, is the centre of the flower. And then these suburbs are the petals. And if you go out into them, there's a variety of, of communities there. And they're real good communities. I mean, one of the strongest communities is Bellevue, without any shadow of doubt, with Sasselby as a close second. And you go in there and there, there, you get an atmosphere of um, a, a warmness that you, that you know and people talk to you as you go around and, and, and it, you can see, you can feel the spirit that's there <clears throat> and we're very fortunate that we've got that and yes we've got rows of streets and that sort of thing but if you look at them, you look at them differently and there are people in those houses and the communities there and yeah. that's what makes Shrewsbury. when I come to Shrewsbury, wherever I come in, I feel good and that's what I say I, I walk down Pride Hill and I think this is great. I don't like that shop front, but the be- the building above it is yeah. beautiful. You know, yeah. uh, and then you go off and you walk around the Grove Plain and Back Passage, and you see people are, 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 are taking over and building little houses there. They're opening the the places up, and and it's great. And there's a spirit in Shrewsbury. And. Whenever you come in, you always meet somebody, but it's always full of visitors yeah. walking around, yeah. And they just want to talk and be guided.
0: And new people that's just moved into the town as well. I mean, I've, over the years of interviewing people on in the Shoes of Biscuit, I've met so many people that, I've, that have just moved here and like, what well, I can't believe how lucky I am to live here. Or it's people that's moved away and then come back because they just couldn't help but think, I need to get back to Shrewsbury. It's kind of really common. Yeah. Uh, and Andy, as, as somebody that works with property... Um, what do you think is most important when it comes to a town like Shrewsbury? Is it, is it history and tradition? Or is it just something that catches the eye and maybe something modern? And can you mix it a little bit? I think it's um,
3: a variety of things, really. Um, we're, we're accessible to places like Birmingham, Manchester, but we are so rich in variety of buildings, the charm, the character. I'm Shrewsbury-born and bred, and very passionate about the town. You know, I feel very lucky that You know, I get to live and work in such a such a beautiful
0: town. You're very rare because there's a lot of people who are like, ah, oh, Shrewsbury's amazing town, but you know what? Birmingham or Manchester or London looks so much more desirable, and then they move away and then they come back. You know,
3: it's well, exactly. You know, we've got a railway station with mainline connections, but it, it is. It's just the feel of the place, like Stan said. You know, you do have some very welcoming communities, and we've got a whole database of buyers just wanting to come to Shrewsbury, but, the, you know, the demand at the moment... Seems like they can't build houses quick enough uh, <laughs> Well, it's, um, yeah, absolutely, but the older houses, so we just sold one on Dorset Street overlooking the river at the back, and it was, like, so much interest with people coming, you know, from London, down south, southeast, really? coming up for viewings, like, at the drop of a hat. Why, though? What are the reasons that you've kind of gathered for why people want to move from... Well, we've always been, we are very desirable in terms of like top 10 places to live. You know, you've got the quarry, which is just beautiful. Um, And obviously the events there throughout the year. The market halls constantly have Britain's top market, you know. Yeah, the indoor market's just superb, isn't it? Yeah. Just the the independent traders there. And I think it's like with estate agents, we don't have any corporate ones here. We're all independents, which I think is quite unique for a town of our size.
0: Independence is kind of very important into into business here. And, you know, even now, even like nearly four years after I started the biscuit, I'm still hearing about new independent businesses opening up. And it's really refreshing to hear. It's really nice to hear that, you know, the wild cop, yes, a business may start. And it was very sad during the pandemic. We lost a, a couple of beautiful businesses, independent businesses that, that aren't with us anymore. But in the place comes another independent business, not a chain or a big, you know, and I guess chains could very easily. Move into the the, the, uh, the you know the t- the town here, but it just wouldn't fit with would it.
1: Just no, wouldn't fit. certainly wouldn't fit on Wild Cop. I mean, no, Wild Cop no. means that that longest stretch of independent businesses in the country, and the variety there is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just writing articles for the my, shows my magazine about the uh, the Wild Cop, uh, the streetscape, and every time I go and look at one of the blocks of houses, it's absolutely amazing the history that's in there. And, 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 and the hidden wonders behind the frontage is absolutely incredible yeah
0: um, it does make you feel proud um, when you when you were putting your book together Phil how did you choose what to write about because you could have write about the it could have been a you know a, a twelve chapter book just on architecture alone?
2: Well, the idea is is that it's not just a one-off, it's going to be an annual, so we'll be able to visit areas of the town and buildings and people that we haven't yet spoken to or been to. Um... You know, I was just thinking about Wildcop, actually, since Dan mentioned it. It's got to be one of the most beautiful streets in the country. It's absolutely <laughs> stunning, isn't it? And if you stand at the top and look down, you think, oh, my word, it's fantastic. Unless you're carrying about 25 kilos yeah. worth
0: of microphones yeah. and a hot summer day and you've got, like, five minutes to be where you need to be. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. wonderful.
2: There, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there is that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I often hear, you know... Uh, elderly folk that you know, sort of struggle to the top and say I'm sure this hill gets steeper every time I walk <laughs> up it <laughs> it does but, uh, I think it's, fact. it's, it's a, gorgeous, a gorgeous street and I, I also think uh, maybe we don't make enough of it because I think tourists coming to the town perhaps by rail or by bus or coach they might not even know it's there. You know, they just do Pride Hill and yeah. maybe the quarry. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's so much more, isn't there? You know? Well,
1: when you look at the street, I mean, you've got buildings there. They're all, all listed of some sort, from one to two. two and you, you get the 1410 up to the present day. And it's unbelievable, you know. And the, the variety of businesses are there. And the, 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 the shops are absolutely superb. I mean, we've got one lady there... She's, she she clothes royalty and her business headquarters at the top of the cop in Shrewsbury. And she's got a bouquet in, in Regent Street or somewhere like that in London. But her business is based here. Absolutely incredible quality that you've got. And then you've got the, big, like the vintage shop, which is curiosity gone mad. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic to go in there. If you want a, 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 a weird present for somebody special, go in there,
2: <laughs> curiosity gone mad,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you also have, um, you know, huge brands that start in Shrewsbury as well, with Planet Donut, for example. You know, oh, they're doing fantastically well, yeah. aren't they? Amazing, they all up, over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So, it's not like you said, it's not just small independents, maybe it's a small independent that goes boom, yeah. uh, but they still like recognize their Shrewsbury background,
1: you know, and, and they still keep the character, yes, that's the beauty about it, they, do, they don't go. Flash big. They they keep that character of Shrewsbury which they started with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, there are there are a few uh, discussions about the riverfront at the moment. Obviously we've uh, we've we've all seen the artistic uh, rendition of what it's going to look like the riverfront now when they when they start uh, building all that. What were your thoughts when you first saw that stand the artistic rendering? I was worried. Very worried.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just hope they do get it right. It looks good. I'm worried about the traffic angle uh, and part of me says you can adapt buildings, you don't have to knock everything down. That's my belief in, in things. But we've got a water fruit across the other side of the, um, the Welsh Bridge where Sabina is and I'm just hoping they don't overdo it and over modernise it and spoil that approach. Yeah. Uh, because it is a beautiful part. Of the town, you know the river, um and I, I don't know.
0: I, I, you can make modern buildings um in, in, a, in a goal to sort of keep up appearances of what's what's going around you. You know the environment around you. You can make modern buildings look old
1: if you know what I mean in in a modern way. I don't want them to look old. I want them to look f- that they fit into the, the places. I think the I think the greenery will help. They've yes. got they're having yeah. roof gardens, things like that. Um, but I just hope they don't overcrowd that particular yeah, area. Yeah. Um, but. Will be, will be, I guess. Yeah, I, I shan't be here when they've done it. <laughs> 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 because I'm getting older. <laughs> Not because I'm leaving shows, because I wouldn't for dream of it. But no, it's just. You look at something like that and you, you think, well, is it going to work? And I hope it does.
3: Yes, I think it stands absolutely right. It's something that they've got to marry. Together well, the modern and yeah. the, and the character and the history. So in, in Shrewsbury, you know, one of the few places you could have um, cocktails in a Tudor building. You've got modern art at the Bear, ancient bare
0: steps. You know, so we can have these contradictions, but we need to get it right. Absolutely, I agree, and especially in a town that where ingenuity means so much. You know, you know, with the birthplace of Charles Darwin, and you know, there are there are great spots around town that do show that. And you know, you, I know you did tours around town that illustrate this stand. Um, that are, that are nods towards Charles Darwin, or to, towards that sort of uh, that, that idea that you know, this is a town for thinkers and for for you know, there's just so many wonderful variety uh, variation of people. Whether they're artistic, whether they're, they're brilliant thinkers, musicians, authors, uh, writers, you know, um, and and we need to sort of inspire that for the next generation, don't we? And we do. I think we're doing a right job
2: yeah when it comes to the the riverside um that that scheme that you were referring to um i wouldn't say i was worried about it but i would say i have my reservations um it's it's enormously ambitious enormously ambitious and it's part of the big town plan of course which um has um, you know dozens and dozens of schemes for Shrewsbury north south east and west Um, which would affect every part of the town, the the approach to the railway station and Dithrington, all these different aspects to it. Um, And I I think it is enormously ambitious, and as as I don't think any of us will be here to see (laughs) it, to to be quite honest, Uh, because I think it's going to take years and years and years for, for that to come to fruition.
0: Yes, uh, I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think they'll butcher the town. I think they'll they'll add something great to it. I mean, they've been doing this. Uh, they've been doing it like these these uh, uh, ref- refurbishments of towns. <laughs> they, 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 you know, they've done, in a few towns they've built like these new. Business hubs. Um, they've done it in a few towns, and they look great. They've done a good job, I think, with most places. Um, what I was going to say, and I was mentioning it to you guys uh, before we hit record, um, was um, I, you know I've got family and friends all around the world, right, and some that I've never been to the UK, never been to Shrewsbury. Um, but I always say to them, oh, if you ever find yourself in Shropshire or Shrewsbury, come and give me a knock, and we'll go for a few drinks, or whatever. Um, and I always think, what is the one place I would take to someone in Shrewsbury to show off Shrewsbury the most? Where is the first place you would go to? Um, and I always think places like this, where we are right now, the old Market Hall, you know, the history behind it, this is this is one of the places I would bring them just to show them that even though this building is like over half a century old, it's still a bustling business, a beautiful building, right in the center of the, all the amazing architecture to our right as we look now, not so much to our left. Um, so yeah, this is one of the places I bring them, or Fish Street. So. Stan, where would, where would you take
1: some? I would definitely start here. Yeah. And I always talk about this building because here we have a Tudor building which has been adapted to a first-class facility for people. Yeah. We're sitting here in the cafe. There's a cinema along there. Below us, there's an area where you can have displays and what have you. Perfect. It, it, it's, it. it's the centre of the town. But from here... I would then head across and I stand in front of Clive with, my back, with their back to Clive, and I point the buildings and I go around, Ireland's Mansion, 1575, Lloyd's Bank, 1960's model of a, a concrete Tudor building. The, the, the cafe there with the, the 13th century wall inside it. 1702, the buildings opposite, 1592, 1598, 1891, 1730, 1575, 1960's monstrosity. And, we, ha- <laughs> and we, haven't, we haven't even moved. And then from there, cut across, stand in front of the Costa coffee that is now, and you look there, and in 1990, that had to be repaired, restored. And they were allowed to put in, well, they had to put in completely new beams. So they were adventurous. And they've got Margaret Thatcher on one of them, and Michael Heseltine.
0: Motorbikes. Uh, motorbikes, <laughs> and
1: things like that. And then you, and you go up Grope Lane, which is what it is, um, past some super little shops. You've got the Harry Potter shop, which you, know, you see lots of kids in there. And then, as you say, you're in Fish Street, and the Bear Steps, and then the looks in Auckland Square, which was the original place where Shrewsbury started, where Civitatis Scrobensis was in 1901. And it's places like that, and you it, then you just move on, and wherever you go, there's something of magic.
0: Yes, uh, Stan, I love you. <laughs> that's why we that's why we invite you today. Um andy is there, is there a favorite spot there? where you know like you got people moving in from london and from birmingham where would you take someone to you know
3: on a nice sunny day the square's perfect for a coffee and people watching just soaking up the atmosphere of the town um but then in the afternoon you'd have a stroll through the quarry the dingle just absolutely beautiful isn't it something we're all very proud of yeah, yeah. but if i um was taking them for an afternoon drink it'd be the boat house where you can just sit and enjoy that view i just think it's very special
0: um, yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Phil, have you have you done this before? Have you brought people in from town uh, just to show off?
2: To yeah, yeah, and and it's you know it's a bit of a cliche now. Now that the other guys have had their say, really, but <laughs> to be quite <laughs> honest, yeah, it's it you'd be hard pressed to to beat starting at the square and and doing Fish Street and those places. They're just so lovely and Grove Lane and all these. Um, Yeah, I was struck, at Stan a moment ago, I love that, the way he's able to sort of point at buildings and say all the different dates, I don't think any any one of us could do that. And I love that phrase, 60s monstrosity, because I do know some people who actually love 60s architecture, and I was just thinking, Mm -hmm. Andy probably, there's no way if he's trying to sell a building to someone, he's not going to say, oh, and here's a (laughs) 60s monstrosity. No. <laughs> How do you explain something like that,
3: though? Are <laughs> trying to sell it? <laughs> the 60s, well, it was an interesting decade, so I'm told. So, yeah. If you love your block concrete, you're going to love this. <laughs> Coaten Manor flat, mm. large picture yeah. windows. But it's, it's, it's a great spot. <laughs> not very appealing on the eye. Yeah, so,
2: I hadn't realised, Andy, that you're a local boy. So, which part of town are you from?
3: I, um, I grew up in Baston Hill. Oh, yeah. um, my wife and I, we lived together down by the Abbey yeah. on... Um, portobello and then when we had children we wanted to move back to baston hill because um it's one of those communities that yeah. you know if you grow up and you just yeah you don't tend you want to move back there yeah
0: um so yeah i'm from baston hill cool yeah um it's a lovely place uh, and you know over the last few weeks i mean i've just come back from greece for my holiday which i mentioned but before i went away you know um there was so many things there was the the crazy races what's yeah. going on yeah fantastic it, it, it was an amazing weekend <laughs> before that uh, we had uh, the party in the Quarry Park yeah um, and if, in a couple of weeks we've got a food festival um, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be at the Bellevue Arts Festival it's just never ending there's always something going on in Shrewsbury <laughs> and I love that especially from the Shrewsbury Biscuit point of view but I mean it's just great that there's always something to look at right
1: well, I think tomorrow there's
3: the farmer's market in the square, is there?
1: And yeah, that as well? Yes, um, the farmer's market on Fridays, the first Friday of every month it is normally. Yeah. And then you've got the uh, made in Shropshire market as well, which is very good. Good quality people, local people selling their wares, you know. Yeah. So, uh, th- th- As you say, there's, there's something on all the time. It's, a, it's just a magical place to be, you know. And people are amazed. I mean, we talk about people coming from away. On Saturday, I'm, I'm doing a tour and I've got Paul from Sydney who's come back to visit his family and he's doing the tours and taking pictures to take back to his friends in Sydney. And then the following week, I'm doing a, a shut and Passages and I've got somebody from Adelaide, you know. And wow. They, wow. All, they all come back to, Sh- to Shrewsbury. It's quite amazing.
0: I'm not surprised, <clears throat> Dan. Your, your tours yeah. are pretty fantastic.
1: But, but the one thing that has helped Shrewsbury as well is the Facebook I mean, we, we all know for the love of but Absolutely, definitely worth a mention. A, a, absolutely unbelievable. It started off went in, ni- in, in, in 2016, it was 2,000. I think we're 30,000 now. Yeah. And the people that correspond from all over the, all over the world, and, and they use that, and it goes out to everybody. Fantastic photography, local people, and people telling their stories, people asking questions. Uh, advertising things on and
0: that and rallying around to support people as well and my mother-in-law um, put a pitch she made a cake that was in the Lakeland window and it was for a competition that was for, you know run throughout Lakeland as a business and it was a Jubilee cake it was a Union Jack Jubilee cake and she put a picture of it up on For the Love of Shrewsbury yeah. and the love and adoration she got for that made her yeah. so happy Brilliant. so um, yeah. yeah for things like that it's perfect yeah. perfect what it does um, so Lorraine Fletcher we need to get Lorraine on the show again don't we yeah, it's, Ab- yeah, absolutely because yeah, yeah. it's been a while uh, in fact when we spoke to you last time um, that was way before the pandemic like way 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 before uh, and we got to, we got to talk about that Stan how was that for you because you really do like walking around town and getting about and stuff yeah. um, but you were shielding how was that for you not being able to get out and do those tours it must have been horrible for you I, I,
1: I... I miss them, yeah. uh, not just the, t- the, the actual walking around, I miss the people, Yeah. as I said we've got some fantastic yeah. people we, as we, wherever I go in Shrewsbury there's somebody I know, and a lot of them come on the, t- on the tours and I've made a lot of friends from it and they're very special people and uh, uh, when I stop doing it I, I'll miss it, mm. uh, they're, 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 they're wonderful and people want to know about the other parts of the town, that's what sort I of like it uh, somebody lives in Colham they want to know about castle fields, because they never go there they just drive past and it's introduced them to, to other areas and they're exploring the town and more and more people are now going out and exploring themselves and that's the beauty, they're doing their own things and then we've got the lady, Sarah, <coughs> sorry Sarah Hopper, Hopper. Yeah, at Ferndale she does these fantastic treasure hunts
2: Did you do that Phil? Did you do the treasure hunt? I haven't done the treasure hunt but uh, It's very good, <laughs> it's hard Sarah Hopper and the the often mentioned Lorraine Fletcher. Yeah. they're both featured in my book, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I drew it to you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they're they're both absolutely brilliant champions of this town. <laughs> yeah, and you know the the what's nice is that you know, people who stay um, at ferndale b and b you know what a fantastic place to stay because then they they know um, from sarah firsthand yeah. about the town and the history and that what a beautiful walk just down there over the bridge you know yeah and and that's that's a fantastic introduction to the town for strangers
3: absolutely yeah, yeah. you can see the Darna and like you say stroll down castle walk walk up victoria yeah. street and then you're in the town. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I had the pleasure of having a chat with Sarah for um, my Facebook page, the Shoesbury Property page, but unlike today, um, I tried to do it myself and the audio didn't come out very well, so <laughs> Sarah was very forgiving, but maybe another time.
0: Yeah. Well, if you need help with that, uh, give me a shout. I'll help you. Have it. it's kind of like the only thing I'm good at is the one thing I can't get paid for. Uh, if anybody wants to sort of, you know, send some some large amounts of money towards the biscuit, you're more than welcome to. we um, <laughs> <laughs> do a great job here. <laughs> I also remember um, I was chanting my good Friend Tom Bruno, who lives in Vermont, uh, we were on Facebook chatting. As I'm walking to my car, I oh like, "Yeah, mate," and I spun the camera around, um, so he was facing up my my windscreen. Didn't touch my phone. <laughs> just left it, turned it on, and I just drove home with him watching through the windscreen. And I drove down Abbey Fourgate. He said, whoa, is that a castle? I said, like, no, that's an abbey. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we were driving around and like, oh my god, look at these old buildings. Is that an old post box? Oh my god, what's that? I was like, he was just amazed by it's American enjoying Shrewsbury through the windscreen of my car, and I feel like we should do more of that. I feel like there's room there for people just driving around, recording their own their surroundings. And you're standing talking about um, you know going and exploring other areas of town. I've been quite lucky because I've kind of lived in three in my short space of time living here in Shrewsbury. I lived in three areas. I lived in Bellevue and stayed. I stayed in Copthorne for a year. Copthorne. Absolutely blew my mind because like there is it just goes back and back and back and back there was so much to cop on and we went just for an explore one day during during lockdown when we could all walk about and we ended up down by the river walked along and then we ended up by the mount house and we, we just got lost in in, in this amazing uh, labyrinth of houses with yeah. so much character um, and I love that and and now I'm in uh, you know in Sutton Grange there's all new
1: houses but
0: we've got the Reebrook, just yes. in the, on, on, the, on the corner there, which is great.
1: Everywhere you've got, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you talked about that river walk. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. You, you can walk, you walk up the mountain, you just go down some steps, you're in the fields and there's cows grazing and walk, w- in the water. Yeah. Absolutely. But it sure has be unique. Every little area that we've talked about, they've all got a, communi- a community woodland, all that sort of thing, and a play area and something where people can gather And that's a selling point, in my opinion, we've got... We've got the Rad Valley, we've got Mousecroft, you know, we've got the Monkmoor Fields. We've got all these places where it's just off the beaten track, but just around the corner. Within 100 yards of your house, yeah, yeah. your yeah. house, you can go and kick a football or go and look at birds and, or pick flowers. It's incredible. Absolutely. Where um, I am in Basin
3: Hill, we're lucky enough to have the sensory gardens. Yes. And we're at the foot of Lith Hill. You know, you walk up and you've got all those views. Yeah. absolutely amazing. I regularly take my dogs up there and yeah. just sometimes just stop and think, wow. You know, why would I ever <laughs> want to leave a place like this
2: yeah, love, Lovelith Hill Yeah, yeah. Um, so often just go up there and you, you've got spectacular views
1: yeah. it's just so it is isn't it know, fresh
2: air and blue skies Yeah.
1: but I'm going to pay a compliment uh, I'm not being a politician I'm paying a compliment to the town council we're very lucky yeah? they're fantastic and they look after these areas and they provide them for the people And I'm so proud of them, especially the quarry. The quarry is
0: doing, especially with um, them now holding, you know, these amazing festivals like the Crazy Races. You know, I mean, that that Crazy Festivals was a free event people can come to, and there were thousands upon thousands of people lining the the, 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 the track there for the Crazy Races. Great initiatives, but and when people go, the quarry ends up bam looking perfect again. Yeah, really hard work, and a small team as well. Yeah. they really are but yeah. they're, they're good I remember it was during the flower show actually it was, just, uh, it was uh, the flower show when you were the mayor and um, I spoke to some of the, uh, the gardeners uh, that were there and they were fantastic the, yeah. the gardeners look after the dingle yeah. um, and they're brilliant at what they do and really are great so we should we should do more with them actually
1: I, I, I think you know if you go and get hold of Mark and Kev and also last night I was at the nursery uh, the Weeping Cross with getting all the flowers ready and there's people like there. if you've got those gardens together and talk to them. And the lads that produce that beautiful um, jubilee um, border on outside the castle. You know, yeah, that, yeah. Talk to them about how they do it and where they do it.
0: We should take a camera and have a day in the life of yeah. a
1: Shrewsbury you know, town gardener. You know? I, I mean, you, there's, there's heliotropes that they use the cuttings from last year and they're doing this all throughout the winter so it's not just a summer business. And we've got a tree nursery up at the uh, Weeping Cross producing trees to put around to replace trees that have got to be demolished for some reason. Um, we're very, very lucky.
2: I do feel I should declare an interest at this point because I am a Shrewsbury Town Councillor. <laughs> uh, you know, I've got to say, yeah, you're quite right to pay tribute to those lads, you know, and lasses. You know, the, yeah. the, the teams that look after, the, especially, you know, places like the, the Reebrook Valley and, and Radbrook, and, yeah. they, they, would just, they would just be, you know, jungle, wouldn't they? Yes, they would be. You know, yeah. and that they're very carefully managed, so it feels like open countryside but obviously a lot of work goes into it. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. And people come from all over the country to fish in Shrewsbury. They've, yeah. got, they've got the Shrewsbury fisheries and they've got a, a, a young academy as well going and introducing people to fishing, which is a very good pastime. And uh, when I was in the army, we used to use it for PTSD when people had been in all my and a bit strung up, we'd get them fishing around the streets in Germany. And people come here and I was around Mousecroft this morning and there was four gentlemen just sitting there fishing, enjoying the sun, absolutely mm. brilliant. Three people walking their dogs past me Good the morning, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: But.
0: I can imagine, I, I don't do... My, my son turned to me and he's like, can we go fishing one day, Dad? And I was like, oh, my God. I guess <laughs> I've been fishing, like, twice in my life. But um, I could see how it would benefit someone with ptsd or with um you know some sort of mental health problems yeah Um just sitting relax and listening to the water in the you know yeah yeah and all of a sudden, yeah, I've got a fish. Um, <laughs> um, we're sitting here talking about all the great things Shrewsbury is and what Shrewsbury does. But is, there, is this something we don't try hard enough with? Is this something that you would like to see more of in Shrewsbury? And we've got to go to a councillor to, to, to ask this because I feel like you must hear these suggestions an awful lot from people. Uh, is, is this something that commonly gets brought up about what, we, what, what Shrewsbury needs more of?
2: Oh, over to Stan. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I don't think we need any more coffee shops and charity shops, but uh, the one thing that gets, gets my gut is the, some of the shop fronts. We've got no yeah. control over them. When I did Europe in Bloom 2007, the one thing that the, the judges said, oh, I don't like your shop fronts, the modern shop fronts yeah. on a medieval yeah. building. You've got that beautiful building on Pride Hill with all the metal ornamentation on the front built in 1743 it's got a, a, a phone shop with a ga- yeah. garish green thing things like that jar me but i understand they've got to sell their business as well yeah. yeah yeah so it's getting that happy medium
2: that's a really interesting one actually yeah do you do i don't know if any of you guys remember woolworths when woolworths was here yeah and in every other town in the united kingdom it was a bright red frontage But Shrewsbury Town Council, or at that time it would have been Shrewsbury and Atcham Borough Council, I guess, uh, insisted that this terrible red frontage was out of keeping with the town. And sure enough, Woolworths toned it down, so it was a much more subtle sign. And that that was the only place, as far as I know, in the UK that had this very subtle Woolworths frontage. but also yeah there's a little shop i think it began life perhaps as a lion's tea room but the little black and white shop um on the corner uh, just by the railway station there before you go up to the danner um and it's currently um tap and can I yes think it is? Yeah. yeah for years it was computerama yeah, yeah. I remember. and that, mm-hmm. that sign was like all the colors of the rainbow yeah. it was blooming awful you know yeah. and there's, there's this beautiful black and white building yeah. and this blooming awful computer arm <laughs> so i was really really pleased when that finally went yeah. and they, they've got this quite tasteful now frontage for tap and that,
1: that was a, that was an old morris's cafe it? Yeah. yeah morris's yeah, cafe yeah, yeah, yeah many years ago yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's trying to find
0: um, how you can bring the modern age... We were just talking about this at the beginning. How you can bring the modern age into a town with so much tradition. Because, I mean, we've got to keep moving forward. You know, we we, we do have to stick with the times, don't we? But it's, it's a way of doing it tastefully in a, in a place like Shrewsbury. Yes, let's be sexy and modern and, and colourful, but let, let's try, and, like you said, with the Woolworths, let's try and make it match with the surroundings in, in a way that it's not just like this, like... Big bright red light in the middle of—that's probably the worst colour to say. Um, big bright <laughs> light in the middle of, of of what is what is history and culture, you
1: know. Yeah. It, it it difficult. I mean, the closing the streets of the weekend has been a, a big thing.
0: Oh, I like that. I, I do mean, like that.
1: that that has brought people in from the suburbs more into the centre of the town because most people, if you do your weekly shopping, you go to the the retail parks don't you but people come into the town and and, and spread around the town and the atmosphere when the streets are closed is is absolutely fantastic yeah absolutely brilliant Um. but traffic is a problem and and we are (laughs) increasing and the more houses you build the more cars you will get you mean every house you walk around the state nearly every house has got two cars some have got three and a works van and it just goes on and they've got to go somewhere and the only way you can channel it around is round town walls the medieval part of the mm. town yeah and you get log jams so traffic is important which links to the riverside development
2: mm, yeah i was going to say the riverside development if you look at the artist's impressions for it like 20, no road 20 30 years on no road you know which is lovely and idyllic but you do think, well, hang on, where are all those cars going to go? And I think we're a a long, long way away yet from that point where, yes, we're encouraging people not to use the car if at all possible, use public transport, but but that public transport needs to be excellent in order for people to use it. And it isn't excellent. No. And it's going in the wrong direction. Um, and people should walk more and people should cycle more but a lot of people aren't able to do those things so you know it, all this needs to be thought through
0: yeah cycle up walk up people <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. No, um, I, I mean just touching on buses I mean that they are changing when I moved into my present house there was a bus every half hour and then became every hour now it's hit and miss and we're told in September we're going to lose it and in, in the street where I live along with myself or elderly people And sometimes we don't need to walk into town. Um, And that's the problem.
0: I I mean, I've I've travelled all over Europe, you know, I've been to many places. And one thing that gets me about in the middle of Europe is how great... The, the transport is there the public transport is fantastic. fantastic it look, runs like clockwork and when you get on there it's clean and, so, and I'm not saying this isn't a Brexit thing or anything like that but what I'm saying is they try harder in many many countries with their, with, with public transport and when I, I was in there I was in Greece actually reading stories about how they're taking buses away in Shrewsbury and I was like what? Mm. It is disgraceful mm. like, they definitely need to try try harder because it is better for the environment at the end of the day you know a little bit better for the environment and it will cut down on the traffic as well so
1: but I I'm Lived in Germany for six years and uh, on, on and off. And uh, to be honest with you, it, it's incredible because you would go to a town and you would park, and then you would have one of these little trains which would take you into the town, and that's how they get around it. and, 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 the, and the, the, the traffic is routed around. And some towns in Germany now you're not allowed to have a garage, your garage is on the outskirts of the town.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, so that's 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 strict on things like that.
0: In Colombia, they have a, something called Piku Plaque and it's uh, so they alternate um, license plate numbers. So on one day, only people with odd numbered um, license plate numbers can drive and the odd even ones have to um, stay at home. And then they switch it around to the even numbers the next day. So it cuts down traffic. But what we've got people doing is buying two cars, <laughs> one with an odd number, one with an even number. It's, it's something that's really to me. I thought it was really funny. Um, yeah, so th- th- that's one thing I guess is, is we need to we need to work on and tourism. We're, I mean, we're working. I'm working at the moment hard on on sort of making content that is available for people to come in and use. I mean, Stan, you helped me do a great tour of the library, which yeah. is yet to be um, uh, edited and put together and, and and given away as a package. We've done um, six or seven of them. I think we've got two more to do um, of, of tours. Um, I know that we're working on building like uh, stories about uh, local myth but uh, where, where people can go and do like a trail and find out stories about what's going on a bit like what Sarah Hopper's doing but um, I mean I mentioned to, to Nigel Baker who's a, a great guy archaeologist guy uh, and he's fantastic and we did a couple of tours as well and he, I was saying like I would love to take all these things that we're doing the, the, the audio tours um, the, the, all these bits but have a hub have a place where people can go start these trails and, ha- and buy souvenirs and, and, get, and get in touch with local Shrewsbury history. Um, I feel like something like that needs to be part of
1: Shrewsbury. Yeah, right? I'm going I'm I'm to jump in on this one. In the early 2000s, we had a visited information centre run by Shrewsbury Natural Council, which was voted the best in the Midlands. Absolutely superb. They had everything at their fingertips. We now have a building where you walk in and there's a shop selling goods for the museum which I can understand and tucked in the far corner is a little bit about Shrewsbury and the, the atmosphere is not there the staff are continually changing we haven't got that high profile visitor information centre which a town like Shrewsbury does need Yeah, and I'm sorry I, I, I think it's going the wrong way
0: yeah I mean like we, we it's, it has to be said it has to be said I guess uh, um, there's so much positivity that goes on in town let's keep it positive let, yes, let, let's, yeah. let's try and move forward with that yeah. Um, I mean, that, one of the places where uh, one of the places outside of Shrewsbury I like to take people, what we were talking about before, bringing people outside of town, is is Ironbridge, because obviously Ironbridge and yep. Ironbridge Gorgeous. Museum, yep. you know, you can go and change your money to Victorian money and uh, people walking around in character and stuff. That kind of thing's amazing, and, and I know not everybody comes to Shrewsbury for for history, but you're saying there's people from uh, Australia, people come from abroad, from outside, for, for that. Uh,
1: so let's embrace it, you know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, uh, yeah. Um, can I just add one as well? Yeah. I had a director of the Karnak Museum in Luxor on a tour. He was visiting a friend, and they asked me to do a tour for him. And I took him round Shrewsbury, and I did all the regular places. And we finished up, stood in front of Clive, and he said, that was incredible. I said, thank you very much. You know, But no, he said, what I mean is, he said, I've got... A temple which is three, four thousand years old, full stop. He said, I've just walked around your town and I have seen a building from every century, from the 10th century to the present day. He said, Where can you see that?
3: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when you put it like
1: that
0: yeah. I'd be lucky I mean I've just come back from Kos, right? and I've just mentioned it a minute, like half a dozen times during this podcast but we went on a, an, a, an, a, a tour on a, it was made to look like a train um, imagine that if you're from Telford or you've been around Telford there used to be like a, a train car train land train that used to go around Town Park right yeah. it's a bit like that and it's like (laughs) i kept saying hello and welcome to greece there's a shop and another shop and a shop and a shop and another shop and it is literally like it's so such a shame that they just mowed down so much of the history in 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 main cost cities and then they have ruins that are that are cordoned off They, they put loads of trees along so you can't see so you have to pay your admittance to go, you know. Um, And it was such a shame that there's all these modern buildings and there's only a little bit of history saved. And this is ancient Greece we're talking about. It's just nuts, absolutely nuts. So we're lucky that we live in a town where where history is so well-preserved, I believe.
3: Yeah. yeah absolutely um, I mean I was lucky enough to get married in Shrewsbury Castle you know and you tell your friends that aren't from Shrewsbury like, oh you got married in the castle well I'm not Alan important at all but it's just a Ba-ba-ba-bam. brilliant option <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, but then the evening do at the um, the Lion which was just spectacular yeah, yeah. great building
0: yeah so, swish yeah, swish. Um, right. Well, I mean, we're coming up on forty-five minutes. Uh, I feel like we've done we've done we've done a good service to Shrewsbury today. We've, we've talked about the things that we love and the things that we'd like to see a bit more of. Mm. Is there any anything anybody would like to add before we sort of start closing up here? Uh, is there anything that we've missed that you guys would like to add? Well, I think with Stan, just um, yeah, I'm touching on
3: Ironbridge, it's a great place. Shropshire you know centre of the centre of the county but we've got so much else where people can base themselves here and go and visit like Bliss Hill um, Ludlow you know it's just a great great place to be
2: yeah I agree and i would also pick up on something that Stan said earlier about his walks and talks that people from other suburbs will go to other suburbs that they've never been to before and have a wander around and think oh goodness this is lovely and I would encourage that whether Stan's involved or not yeah. <laughs> I would encourage people to explore other parts of the town
0: yeah yeah be a tourist in your own town that's what I heard yeah very, it's very nice to do sometimes just be a go and visit your local museum go do a tour with, do a tour with Stan if you've never done a tour with Stan that, Stan tell people how they can get on a tour with you please
1: <laughs> no, no I'm, I, I'm having to curtail my tours because of my yeah. health health to be honest with you yeah? My feet are giving up. And, uh, oh, bless you. But there we are. I, I, I hope I've introduced people to a lot of the places. Oh, you but know. Just, but just to finish, you mentioned the museum. In that building on the 13th of June 1959, I spied a lady across the straw. And I married that lady. Oh. Oh. And, and that is why I live in Shrewsbury. Two things. I've got a wonderful wife a wonderful place to live
0: oh that's beautiful that's a great way to end it thank you so much um phil would you like to tell people about the book yeah where people can find it Uh, it.
2: thank you alex yes um, you can find it in waterstones you can find it in our wonderful independent bookshops penguin books in fish street and the raven bookshop on the balcony in the market hall and it's in the Shop for Ducks now, as of this morning, store, yeah. um, in the shopping centre. And it's in Abbey Foregate Post Office, and it's in lots of other places too. It's a great looking book too. Um, and
0: obviously you work with property, Andy, uh, but you've got the, the Facebook group as well, which might offer advice for people
3: homeowners. And yeah, absolutely, the Shoesbury Property page. What we're trying to do is make something that's a little bit more interesting and have varied content. You know, rather than just property for sale, we sold this one. Just a little bit more about the town and what
0: people can expect. Amazing, amazing. And guys, I, I imagine most of you that are listening to this are part of For the Love of Shrewsbury Facebook uh, page. Absolutely. That's um, how I um, recognised Stan from outside. <laughs> he thought
3: it was because he was, he saw somebody take a photo of the building and just went over and told them all about it. And you could see they were captivated. It's just
0: like wow. <laughs> so it's a passion for Stan. It's an absolute passion for Stan. And if you can get on tours, obviously not with, if Stan is, is slowing down a little bit, which is understandable. Stan, you've done so much for this town. But if you can find a way, they, they do great tours from the museum, don't they? They have great tours. Um, they so. do.
1: And also, there's a lady called, um, who wrote, I think it's Mary Rhodes. She writes leaflets, and you can buy them. And and uh, and it's. This Different walks, so you can get one. We shot some passage, one on Victorian Shrewsbury, one on Georgian Shrewsbury, so you can self-tour, and that that's a very good idea because you find people wandering around the backs of buildings and what have you. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's, there's stuff there, and we're, we're
0: putting together some audio tours as well for you guys. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll find out more about that. Um, it's someone I'm working with, our original Shrewsbury. Um, but it's a project I've been uh, working with for a while. We had a few issues at the beginning of the year with floods and and pandemics and stuff but um we'll, we'll get that to you very very soon guys thank you so much for joining me today it's been a really nice thank you to the uh, the the, uh, the old market hall as well for letting us come here today um to uh, to do this the, the ambiance you've heard behind us has been really nice actually uh, and if if you want to come and see a really nice little um, cinema uh, this is a really nice space to come uh, and watch a, a movie um thank you so much for joining
1: me guys and thank you thank Alex you. for what you do for Shrewsbury oh,
0: yep. yeah, I've been sunning it up in Greece for a week I haven't done nothing but uh, <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> thank you Alex thank you and um, yeah we'll catch you guys next time peace out